What companies deserve your hard-earned dollar? Which would you want to work for? How can you know if they share your values? Just ask us. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks who really means business in supporting workers, customers, communities, the environment, and shareholders. We measure progress, track success, and help them be better. When you see the Just Capital seal, you know what's real because just business is better business. Visit justcapital.com to learn who makes your dollar count. Let's go straight to the phone lines, Chris. We'll welcome in the Iceman number seven, the coolest customer in the room. Although I do think you may have a run, a, a, a guy, you may have a run for your money there, Casey, with Hendon Hooker. Hendon's pretty cool, calm, and collected. Looked great yesterday. What's going on, guys? Is the city still? Um, it's smoldering. It's smoldering <laughs> right now. Smoldering. <laughs> Casey, I walked it. I walked into I, I walked into Texas Roadhouse a little bit ago for the show, and everywhere I looked, there's stamped out cigar butts all over the um, <laughs> all over the parking lot, and I haven't seen that in a while. Probably since you played, as you took the tie down three, three times. So let's get right to it, man. We were talking earlier. The two of us were off air. As you watch Tennessee's yeah. offense in that game, and I know you've watched them all year long, Casey. Being a quarterback, being yeah. someone who studies the game. What's that like to see how they continually get the matchups they want? They go so fast. They seem to be a step ahead of the defense. From your perspective as a former quarterback, as a Vol, what's that like to watch that? It's awesome. I just think um, I said it many times, the aggressiveness, the style um, of offense, the formation, the splits, and obviously it starts with Hendon. Um, you know, he's playing unbelievable right now, and uh, the ability to be balanced, and it takes shots. Um, and, oh, by the way, they did it without Cedric Tillman yesterday, correct? That's all right. That's right. What was he even playing? Well, that's their number one go-to guy, and they just keep finding ways to make plays. And uh, to be more excited and happy for the kids, obviously the fans, the players, the whole deal, 15 years has been a long time. And uh, hopefully they can keep it rolling and uh, uh, really, really proud of the kids. Well, I know you've been rocking your orange out there on the West Coast last night and, and today. Yeah. Let me ask you another football-related question. So, we saw Jalen Hyatt have a career day yesterday, five touchdown passes. Uh, and I know they've done this a lot this year, but they kept getting him on their safeties, Alabama safeties, who clearly mm-hmm. could not run with him. What was? Take us through what was going on there. What was Josh doing? What was Tennessee doing to continue to get that mismatch over and over again? I think the formation was a big part of it, using a short motion. Most people motion receivers across the field or the motion you know, in from one side to the other will – a couple of times we motioned the slot receiver out to the outside guy and just different, you know, matchups. They obviously liked uh, what they had with, um, you know, Hyatt. And um, most defenses will lock up the number one guy with the best DB, two corners, right? So you're talking about the third and fourth or fourth uh, cover guy, which is going to be one of those two safeties. And just a speed in which, uh, you know, Jalen showed. And obviously uh, the offensive line did a phenomenal job. I mean, I don't think anyone's really talking much about those guys, but giving the quarterback and in time to throw the ball and allow those uh, deep shots down the field um, was obviously huge. But five touchdowns in, in one game is uh, pretty impressive. Yeah, it's, uh, it's really, really impressive. In fact, it beats the old record, which was held by a number of different receivers, by two. Once he got the fourth, he broke it. Then the fifth, he just spaced it out to where it's going to be hard to catch him. Um, talk about Hendon. Uh, we, we, I joked on the yeah. when we brought you on how cool, calm, and collected you were, and then same thing with him. Mm-hmm. I mean, he just doesn't – he never seems like he gets too high, never seems like he gets too low, um, and it just keeps mm-hmm. playing. 
I think it's a reflection just kind of everything I think he's been through um, you know, in, in, in his career and um, obviously having the trust and confidence in the coaching staff and pretty much giving him the keys to the car. And um, obviously uh, everybody's pretty much following him. And uh, like he said, the game never gets too big, too high, too low, up three touchdowns, down three touchdowns. With the way in which he's playing and, again, the system and the offense, um, they're always in the game. And the dimension that he brings – Besides, obviously, the big plays in the passing game are his legs. Again, it's 2022, not 1995 or 2000, right? So the quarterback being able to make plays um, with his arm as well as his legs, I, mean, I just can't, could be more excited and happy you know, for him. And just the entire program, um, from the support staff to the coaches to the fans, um, we're definitely trending in the right uh, direction, and it's awesome to watch. Awesome some, great, to watch. some great videos out there of – players in skyboxes, oh, yeah. players on the field, like former players watching. Kind of take me through what it was like for you. Uh, you know, were you, who were you watching with? What were, what were you thinking? Uh, yeah. Especially like after they missed oh. their field goal attempt, to, to watch Tennessee go two yeah. plays right back down the field and have a shot at it. Kind of take me through what you were thinking. Yeah, we were watching the game, obviously, with the family and some friends, and um, you could kind of see the bounces – kind of going our way, and I think I was telling Chris earlier, the play of the game that most people aren't going to probably remember is I think it's third down for Alabama, and we bring the house to go cover zero, and they leak the back Gibbs out of the backfield, and he drops it. Guy probably catches the ball 99 of 100 times, but he drops it. Obviously, we stop him on uh, when they keep the field goal on fourth down, whatever it is, we miss it, and two plays drive it down, and you knew the ball was going in once we got in the field goal range. But uh, love the videos, the goalposts getting get, getting brought down. My man, the checkerboard pants falling down. Hopefully he's okay. And then obviously with all the guys carrying it down from uh, the stadium to uh, the strip, the good old Kingston Pike. And I finally watched the last video of it going in the river. Like I said before, awesome videos out there and um, definitely fun to watch for sure. Well, we're joined by VFL Casey Clawson, who uh... – has three wins over Alabama in his pocket. Uh, a couple over the Gators as well, both on the road. Not a lot of quarterbacks can say that, Casey. Uh, you know, if, if you look at where this program was last year, where it is now, and, and we saw steps last year, and Tennessee was close in a couple games. But to get over the pump this quickly and play as efficiently as they are offensively and, and getting better up front defensively, I mean, their defensive front the last two weeks has played lights out. I mean, did you think it was possible – to go as quickly as they have from where they were last year to this point? I think it's all about the buy-in. You know, the kids, obviously the coaching staff deserves a tremendous amount of credit. Obviously the athletic department and, uh, you know, Coach White bringing in, you know, Coach Heupel and, and his staff. And then obviously the kids buying in. Um, you go back to, I think it was a year ago when they were having all the uh, paintball and, you know, different things at the lake and just kind of the camaraderie of the team. And, um, no matter who you're playing against, I think the belief goes a long way and having confidence not only in yourself, but obviously the rest of your guys who's going out there to, to battle with on Saturdays, um, that you're going to somehow, some way, find a way to win. And this team, no matter what, like I said before, the score is up or down, um, they play to win the game. And I love the aggressiveness, the style, uh, both sides of the ball um, that they're obviously playing with and they're playing with a lot of confidence. So, um, I'm excited to watch this second half of the season and kind of see where this thing goes. We're talking with Casey Clawson. Casey, the AP rankings come out today, the new ones, Tennessee ranked third. 
which I believe this is the case, the first time they've been ranked that high after the season kicked off since 2001 when you guys beat the Gators late in the year. So you mentioned this a second ago. You want to see what happens the second half of the season. You've been in that locker room. You've played at, at, at an elite level to high level. What's key now for Tennessee, for Josh Heifel and those players now to sort of reel it back in? They, I think they get a, a big break this week that they don't have to go back on the road or back on the field against an SEC team. They get UT Martin, and then the SEC starts after that. So you get a little bit of a cer- – certainly gonna want, we want to go out there and play well, but you don't have to go knock heads with an SEC team. What is most important, do you think, for Tennessee to keep this thing going? I think the biggest thing is just go out there and just stay in focus. I think, you know, they stay all the time, week week to week, uh, emphasis. Um, and, uh, you know, besides that, staying healthy. I think, uh, you know, knock on wood, we've, for the most part, been pretty healthy. I think on both sides of the ball, get a couple of key guys back, obviously, with Cedric and uh, only a couple other guys off the of injury. But just keep doing what they're doing. Um, you better be able to score 35-plus points if you want to have any chance of even being in the game with them because the offense is that dynamic. Alabama's a very, 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 very good defense. There's no secret to that. So um, just staying aggressive, uh, going out, obviously, with practice field and, and competing. There are going to be probably a couple you know, tough games down the road where maybe things aren't going the way they might want to go, quarters one through three. But as I said before, as long as they continue to, to, to work and stay confident in each other, um, I, I'm very anxious to see kind of how these next uh, six, seven weeks go. Uh, Casey, I, uh, Chris talked about you playing at a high level, and everybody knows that. But at the same time, like you, you got a game this coming week against UT Martin, and, and I know those games aren't a whole lot of fun. But when you have this, yeah. when you have, you know, this this kind of grind of the SEC schedule, how nice is it from a player's yeah. perspective to have kind of that built-in kind of I won't say off week, but it's not the same. Yeah. Yeah, I think the, the emphasis and knowing kind of how the, this team is, is focused and dialed in, the starters probably want to handle and take care of business, number one. Number two, they probably want to watch their boys play. We obviously support them every single day, every single week. Guys that play the scout team or maybe backups that don't get the opportunity like the last couple of weeks because of the obviously the environment and the competition. I think if they handle business and do what they got to do, I'm sure they're going to you know, hopefully have their friends and boys, backup guys, get them to get some solid reps and, and kind of cheer them on. So, um, yeah, obviously, UT Martin's, um, you know, uh, on the schedule. But, uh, again, it's the focus of this next week and handling your business. And to get up by a certain number of points, I'm sure the coaching staff will rotate some guys in there and the starters will then support uh, the other same teammates and, and uh, the big guys are backing them up. Backing them up. We're talking with Casey Clausen. Casey, um you know what's been sort of neat for, for those of us who've been around the program for a while is to see all the former players that have been back. I mean, I've seen guys, Casey, that I haven't seen in some cases since I covered them back in 97, 96, 98, guys I went to school with in the yep. 80s. Um, and first, I think the first question, when, are you going to try to get back for a game? When might we see you back on campus? Yeah, I think uh, maybe later in the year. Uh, we were hoping to get out back the first week, but the kids, little kids started school, but – uh, Rick and I try to get at least one time a week. Uh, I think the credit goes to the staff and I think really to the athletic department. There's a lot of uh, old faces are now back involved that obviously have reached out and communicated with a lot of us um, older generation guys, right? So I think uh, credit goes to the athletic department and to the uh, coaching staff. Coach Heibel has been phenomenal, obviously, in reaching out, uh, whether they're you know, on the road or wherever it is, just you know, trying to get – I guess the family back together, and it means the family is definitely back together. And um, just really excited and happy for 
that's sort of for the direction. But uh, yeah, hopefully maybe a couple weeks, tape on the schedule. Um, you know, this year, don't want to say anything too far, too far, too far out there. But uh, if they handle the business, there's a uh, West Coast game in the Final Four, and then the Big Boy game is uh, right here in my backyard. So we'll see how that works out. <laughs> I'd be quite no, no pressure, right? <laughs> no pressure. No, 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 no. Well, Casey, man, it's been great going down memory lane and just listening to you break it down. I know you guys that played in this program. It's been a while since you could really stick your chest out with pride, and and you see that now, not only with players but fans. It's it's been a long, tough last decade and a half for Tennessee football to see, see him playing at this level and to see that stadium electric. I know yeah. you sat there last night watching it and just sort of nodding your head, saying, "All right, that's that's the Tennessee football that I remember." It was awesome. Um, again, I think the credit goes to the support staff, the athletic department, the coaches, the players, and I think the fans. I mean, it's been a long time coming, as I said before, and uh, really excited to uh, you know, obviously watch that game and just the environment. And, hey, credit to Alabama. Obviously, they were down, and obviously when you go against a team like that, they're not going to give it to you. You pretty much got to take it from them. And um, as soon as that ball was fumbled and we're down seven, Jog off the field, head still up, next series, and off we go. And that shows us a lot of maturity. Like I said before, I'm not on the team, but kind of where, you know, Hendon's mindset is that next play, let's go. And I think that reflection of Coach Hypo and how, kind of his mindset as being the head coach, I think trickles down from the quarterback all the way down to the rest of the team. So really excited for the kids, happy for the program, and uh, keep it going. Man, it's been great. Casey, we look forward to catching up with you when you get back on campus and not before. Tell Rick. Tell your family we said hello, man, and uh, best best of luck. Let's catch up soon, all right? We'll do. Take care, guys. Thanks again. Okay, Casey Clawson joining us on the nation. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Title Transference aired October 27, 2004. Director James Marshall, writers Todd Slavkin, Darren Swimmer. I really like this episode, and I'm surprised that you don't like it as much as you thought you did. I actually respect your opinion more than I respect my own in general. (laughs) (laughs) When you say things are good and I check them out, they are. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.